It is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and you are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up, and we're down a man today. Right now, it is just Hayden and the Brothers McMuffin. That is the way we're rolling this episode. So, uh, And honestly, as you're listening to this episode, I'm in the great state of Texas, filling up on barbecue and trying not to get fired from my job. So these are good things. We're excited to be with you. Nate, if you wouldn't mind, let's hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't like know that? how to read. You like that? Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. <sighs> Nate, did you, did you juice the intro before today? I was ready, bitch. No, I'm saying like that was the loudest the intro has ever sounded in my life. It literally almost blew my eardrums out. I thought maybe you like at like even the bass was shaking my headphones. It was like <laughs> during that. Hey. No, no. Hmm. I got beef. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Matt. Hey, let's take it off the top. Why not, Matt? What do you got beef about, dude? All right, all right. First of is who is on time today? This guy. I was yep. in at eleven twenty. <laughs> Second beef. Uh. That wasn't even a beef. That was just me scratching my own back. Yep. Um, beef. Beef. Andre needs to be turned up on the Chumming It Up podcast. I, You're too loud. He's too quiet. And I'm somewhere in the middle of my car. And I, I uh, as a fan of the Chumming It Up podcast, I'm voicing my opinion. Well, here's the thing is that he's going to be muted pretty soon. He's not going to talk oh, at all. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I will <laughs> I will work to balance the audio levels back. The problem is he's been getting a little big for his britches. And so every time we get on an episode, he just like, he's like, it's the Showman It Up podcast. And I go, hey, what is the deal here? I go, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know in a band where like the drummer does like the one, two, one, two, before they start. Imagine if the bass player was like, all of a sudden would just start playing before that would start. That's how it feels. Like, we're about to start a beautiful sound, and Andre will just be like, it's the Chumming It Up I literally will, like, lean to the microphone, and then he tries to beat me there, and he's like, it's the Chumming It Up podcast. And I go, okay, I don't know what we're doing here. So, and then he, and then, yeah, I don't know. We've, we're having fun on that. He and I are starting to get more combative, which is great. We sit across the room now. We stop being so close to each other. So I'll sit on a recliner across the room from him and just yell at him um, and berate him as a person. But sweet guy. He, uh, you know, he deserves the world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to wrap that up. But fine. That's fine. What else beef you got? You got any more beef? That's it. That's all my beef. Okay. Well, you know, and you were early mild today. Beef. I was three beef. minutes late. That's on me. Mild beef. Yeah. Three. Well, three minutes late is basically on time. If you're a Fredrickson, that's like, well done. That's that didn't make that's, anybody. Yeah, that's late all that's early. Yeah. I mean, I was feeling good. Felt like we were, we were well prompted. Well prompted. Um, all right. How are we doing fellas? Matt, how was your week? How are you feeling? What's, what's going on in your world? I am relaxed. Took Friday off, did a little three day vacay. Um, so yesterday felt like Sunday because we were just kind of wrapping it up. Just got home today and I'm like, Oh, second Sunday. Yeah, baby. Well, those three day weekends really like I this is when, you know, time is kind of a construct is when you hit Sunday after a three day weekend or Saturday after a three day weekend, like you had Friday off. So Thursday became Friday. You do get the Sunday scaries on Saturday and you're like, hey, hey, no, none of this. You know, you start to get a little worried about what you got to do. Like even last night. Yeah, this week was all sorts of disjointed. And uh, last night I'm like, oh, my God, I got to work tomorrow. I got projects. I got to pack for the plane. I'm like, hang on. It's Sunday tomorrow. Tomorrow's tomorrow's the Lord's Day. We rest. And on the seventh day, regardless of what I've did the last six, Oliver. we rest. 
Hey, hallelujah. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, but things are good in your end, Matt. You had you had a fun little staycation. Yeah, yeah. We we did a night uh, in Milwaukee at an Irish bed and breakfast. Bam breakfast. Yep. And yep, that's good. Um, it was awesome. Super cool. <sighs> Um, man, the people watching is great, and like it, like a, a traditional Irish pub. There are some characters. Like everyone's loud and uh, in charge. So that was fun. Um, hit an Airbnb on Friday that had a wood fire sauna in it. So I was doing like the sauna to the cold bath to the sauna to the cold bath. Oh, rejuvenated. You were, you were Joe Rogan. Reju- you, you, I can't believe you guys didn't say I was glowing. Today. You, I mean, you look healthy. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the uh, that's the ultimate podcaster experience, Matt. You were starting to live the podcaster life, which is saunas and ice baths and uh, recording on Sundays. Uh, basically, I'm only going to eat elk from here on out and it's going to be life is good. Now, what do you think about vaccines? What are you where are your <laughs> where's your head TBD, on that? TBD. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Glad you somewhere had in between Bigfoot aliens and uh, something else, dude. It know. is. I do want to at some point, right, create a conspiracy spectrum. You know, like the the video that came out with like the hot crazy <sighs> line. Like we have the ones that are like grounded in reality versus completely out there. We'll make like an X and Y axis, which is like believability or like something right other video, and then have the line be like, now my dad, he is here. It is at the top of the peak. It's like uh, Pizza Gate. Uh, gold is the new. <laughs> Thing, like toilet paper was a sham and uh, there's a space station in Antarctica and then as you get closer it's like Jeffrey Epstein was a pedophile and like oh and maybe elections aren't totally true like you know what I'm saying we'll scale it out but we got to get a group opinion Dude. on what it is and that'll be the video I'll do it against the green screen I'll be like now let's have a lecture here we're gonna do it uh yeah that kind of thing <laughs> oh, I, we, this needs to happen this needs to be a BuzzFeed 10 part questionnaire where you pick multiple choice answers and it tells you where you are on this. Yeah, scale. no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do a quiz. We can do a quiz. Or for the With video. The video. So for the, the video, video is the launch. For the video, we act like it's coming into the middle of a like a show that's already been established. You go like, welcome to another episode of Is My Dad Crazy? And so we have <laughs> listeners submit questions. And I go, uh, 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 Max from Oklahoma says, my dad uh, currently is digging a bunker in the backyard because he believes Biden's stoking a nuclear war. Where does my dad land on the spectrum? And I go, oh, that's an interesting one, Max. Here's what we're, here's what the data says. <laughs> and then I show the chart. And I'm like, your dad's fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, your dad's license for guns has just been revoked. So that's maybe, honestly, kind of love this idea. It'd be great. A okay. shitty BuzzFeed. I love it. Well, okay. It we got to we gotta group source some questions about, like, crazy dads. We got to, like, put a couple yeah. together. Be like, like, what are some great examples? Like, hey, my dad does this or my dad does this. And then we'll, uh, we'll basically, basically game show it almost over there on the green screen. I like it. I'm in on it. Whatever. Fuck it. All right, Nate, how was your week, dude? What are you going on? You Ooh, look, you, Nate, Nate, Nate. baby. You, you look a little sleepy. You look like you might have had a little fun last night. Did I get home pretty late last night? Yes. Do I regret it? A little bit. But did I have a great time? Yes. Mo louder, baby. Mo louder. Hell yeah. Mo louder dude. and the humble. A fan of the pod. Friend of the pod, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, said what's up. Went to his show in LA. Absolute mania. So goddamn good. How big is that venue? Because uh, when you you posted on Instagram, it looked like a, like it was like fairly sized. But I'm like, I didn't know what was all behind you because you looked like you. I mean, you got super free... small. Okay, because you got their free tickets, so it's kind of a uh, so you got to get there early. But a pretty small, but like small but mighty crowd. Fifty people, maybe. 
Damn. So kind of like almost a private show in a way. It felt like I was in like a basement at like a college party in a it, good way. It looked like it. Yeah, Damn. it was awesome. Was, you know, rocking out five feet from the boys of the, the Mo Lauda. Uh, well, the humble. Um, free weed. And no free weed. I did get a one free drink, though. And you got free tickets, yeah. which, again, was the stooping factor of how somehow you guys mm-hmm. – life life hands you lemons r- routinely. There's a basket that's marked for the stoopings, and in ours it's mothballs for the Fredericksons or parking tickets, <laughs> and your guys' is lemons. How the hell – can we borrow some of your luck? When life gives you lemons, you make do, and I made do with what I got. I want to, I wanna, you know, the usual uh, Instagram giveaway, uh, something that Matt taught me about. Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anytime a uh, business does one of those Instagram giveaways, toss your name in the bunch, comment on it, and out of every single one that I've done, I've won. So I'm at 100%. That's honestly pretty intense. Do you? What do you think it is that the stooping factor came from? Like, what did your ancestors, were they really good people? Like, your parents are obviously the greatest people I've met, but what, like... Were their parents good? Like, where does this good karma come from? Or what it, Like, what deal was made with the devil that has given the Stubings uh, a, a lease on life that few, few, few can sign the ledger on? You guys are really – you got it together over there. It starts with Darno. I think it, I was going to say, it, dude, it's got to be Darno. Darno. Darno spreads so much good energy into the universe that it has no choice but to boomerang back upon his upon his spring. Upon upon front row parking spots. That's all he asks. <laughs> front row parking spots for him, like, you know, theme park ticket uh, giveaways and things for you guys. I mean, they're like the energy in the universe, has, they have nowhere to put all that positive energy. Nowhere. It just, yeah, it comes right back around. Sidebar, him being one of our greatest listeners is one of my favorites because a lot of the times this does become a gas up Darno cast where we just spend the whole time <laughs> like, dude, your dad's so fucking cool, dude. I, like, <laughs> I, I Listen, Craig's cool, right? Craig's fine. Craig, Craig's, Craig's more like a, like an attraction. Like you look, you like to like shot, look at Craig, like a museum or a, or, or like an animal at the zoo, but Darno you get to engage with. You're like, oh, this is like, this is the portion of the zoo where you actually get to talk, like be with the animals yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, petting the zoo. Hundred percent, a little more petting. Call Craig and get him on a conspiracy today. No, he's working third shift these days, so he sleeps till about two p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, Yeah. dude, I know he called me. Yeah, I tell you this though, Craig, Craig, uh, Craig doesn't know how to ride for the boys because he called me the other day Wednesday morning because I was I was headlining my first show Wednesday. He got up like after working third shift, he got up and called me like set an alarm in the middle of his sleep to get up and wish me luck, and then went back to sleep. Like Craig's one of the OG. I was like, I was like, hey. That's a boy. The, the guy, the guy knows how to fucking ride for the boys a little bit. That's um, awesome. So, Mo Lauda concert last night. You won the giveaway. What else has been oh. going on in Nate's world? Nothing much, dude. I've been working from home all this week. That was kind of fun. Nice to be back uh, doing not in the office work. Um, shit. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Just the Mo Lauda concert. I got the uh, my beach volleyball playoffs in about two hours. It's gonna be a good day. How uh, are you? Are you so? Where do you rank as far as your your sand volleyball team? Because I feel like is your t- okay. Two things. Two part question. One is your team a bunch of hardos? Like, do you guys take it pretty seriously? Or are you there for the good times? Okay. And then B, what what is your role on the team? We are in a drinking league, so none of them are hardos. Okay. Um, I am hands down the best athlete on the team. 
no doubt. Oh. And we haven't won a game yet. Dude, dude, this sounds like my freshman uh, intramural basketball team. We had one kid who was like a stud in high school for Brookfield, and then it was yeah. Zach, who's just like just all muscle, no basketball at that point. They were like freshman year of college. I had just found out how to be skinny, so I was still running like a giraffe. And we had like four or five other people who could not play, and we made that kid score thirty four points a game in intramurals. Like it was almost like none. I don't think a single one of us scored another point in these games. We would just literally throw the like we would cherry pick them and just throw them the ball. So is that kind of your role? Is like they just try to set you up for success and then you just hopefully limp through uh to a to a to a slight loss uh sometimes i mean most of the time they serve it and it just lands on our side you know a lot of times (laughs) i don't i don't even get i don't even get the opportunity to touch the ball okay so i'm just there for positivity and a couple beach beverages chum uh, chum i went and we played nate and i played a pickup game with a couple of his friends yeah and uh, the other side served the ball straight into <laughs> a girl's face on our side. <laughs> <laughs> like smack dab in the forehead, a Please. super hard serve. Oh, oh, dude. And like I, that I don't get. Like how do you not see that? Like you're you're going to get the ball. Yeah. Do you think it was just gonna like change speed and drop down into your arms? No, it's coming right towards your fucking face. Dude, that's where you gotta hit the knees and set that bitch. You gotta you gotta put, <laughs> pop that thing up and let your boys. Fr- the problem is not a lot of te- volleyball. Is such a teamwork sport. Like you gotta fucking risk it for the biscuit a lot just to keep the ball in play. Like you're re- there are no heroes in volleyball unless you're an eight foot tall avatar. Like that's pretty much it. The rest of it is just trying to keep a damn thing in the air. It's like hacky sack. Yeah. You know. But also, Nate, that's an unfortunate that you're at. Is the do the rest of the teams try pretty hard? No, not really. But they try harder. Have at they have athleticism. That's the okay. one thing that our team lacks. Well, hey, is just raw athleticism. But you've got spirit. You, know? you guys got like you got enthusiasm and spirit, right? Don't have much of that either. Well, that okay, that's tough. I remember, dude, dude. Uh, this just brings me back to like the Y ball days. Like I played on a team of kind of fuck arounds a little bit. I think Gillis put the team together, but it was like guys who had some raw talent, but not really. And we ran up against some teams, or no, we had we had a team that was trying to win some games, and we ran up on Joe and Gillis's team, which was like kind of a fuck around team. Like they wore like seventies outfits, like really tight high shorts and headbands and sweatbands, and they and they were beating the absolute shit out of us while just not taking it seriously. Like, at one point, I went up for a layup, and I remember they literally pantsed me and took my headband off. And the ref ref looked at me and shrugged. I got up, I went, dude. And he's like, it's Y-ball, dude. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) Nothing worse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was fair. He goes, I don't know. You drove the lane into contact. I went, what the fuck do you mean? I drove the lane into contact. I said, said, my my dick is hanging out in this gym right now. Fucking middle school, my balls are out, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm. I'm call, I, uh, call a foul. It's nine thirty on a Saturday. Do you think I wanted to do this? Are you kidding me right now? So there's nothing worse than losing to that team. I do enjoy playing a team who's not taking it seriously and they know it, but they're like kind of having fun. But man, when you're playing a team that's fucking around and beating you, ooh wee, ooh wee, does that hurt? Getting getting a globe trotted on. Yeah, but. True. That's good. I'm glad you went to the concert. I'm jealous. I wanted to be there. Maybe, hopefully, maybe, if things pan out, I can get some more shows in L.A. Maybe that uh, that uh, May trip is still happening. We're going to we're gonna have to figure that out off air at some point. Definitely. 
Um, anyways, let's go into Wine or Shine. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's let's Wait, do this whole thing. What's happening with you? Well, what's ha- oh, what's happening with me, man? I don't know. Let's see here. Uh, uh, yeah, it is I'll shine. To wine. I have no control of this show. Um, <laughs> all right. It's the segment where we complain about something we didn't like or we shine light on something we did. I will shine because this was going to be what's going on with me anyway. Uh, I got to headline my first two shows last week, so that was pretty Woo. dope. Let's go. Yeah, boys. You know, granted, Love seeing my dogs eat. Hey, dude, dogs. Nate, I texted Nate about that. I said, hey, I'm looking at my headline. He goes, hey, love seeing my dogs eat. The guy, when the, <laughs> when the boys are eating, we feel good. Um, there is something to be said about, uh, I know people sometimes phrase that as toxic masculinity, but I call it men supporting men when you're like, Oh, my fucking dogs. I love seeing my dogs eat kind of thing. There is something about nothing makes you, uh, like, I feel like less manly when someone says that to me like, Oh yeah, big dog eating. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really fucking getting it guys. That's I feel. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, that's always good. Getting sunned by people. Yeah. No, Shine headline my first two shows. They were kind of interesting. First night, like, they usually apparently get a pretty big turnout, but it was a low turnout night. So I did 42 minutes of comedy to 11 people. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, 42 minutes, though, with, with material to spare, which was good. So I'm very proud of, like, That's that great. piece of it. Um, and then uh, it was also Shine on, like, being on the road. Uh, I was I, I left Wednesday, like, midday, and I didn't get, like, I was on the road Wednesday, Thursday, Friday had a show, and then Saturday, like, now finally settling into my weekend, and then I leave for Texas tomorrow, but um, 42 minutes that night, then the second night was at a bar, like, 40 minutes north, Um, so I stayed in the area, and I went to the gig, and this time, we had about double the audience, about 22, 23-ish people, Um, no stage, though. And it was one of those restaurants with high top tables. So basically, with me standing doing comedy, I level with the people sitting down. That's an, always an interesting way to do stand up because there's like you start to like the audience to cr- or the the crowd to comic line starts to blur a little bit because you can like see you know you're so in it a little bit. Um, and that was interesting because there was an old guy who uh, I do a joke about um, quitting my job and. Uh, people usually clap when I say I quit my job, but if they don't, I rip on them and I go like, "Oh, what is this? Like this, like like that's the nonverbal equivalent of don't quit your day job." And uh, they usually get a good laugh, but that was the first time this old guy clapped and laughed all night. I was like 25 minutes into my set, I just could not break him for some reason. And he laughs, claps, I go, "Oh, that's what got you." And he kind of laughs. He goes, Ugh, "And I go, old people, honest, right?" <laughs> just like such a cheap shot. And uh, and uh, yeah, that was like that was one of my favorites. Because then later on, I was t- I do this joke about Vietnam, and I go, "You guys would know about that, right?" To the two old guys, <laughs> lost the room immediately. They're like, "Fuck you, dude." Uh, <laughs> I didn't care. I was, it was whatever. So that was fun. Um, so that's my shine is uh, breaking that. Now, parlay shine, though. Like, I know, I think we talked about this right away in the New Year's show. I made, whether you call it gay or not, I don't care. I made a vision board to start the year with like a mix of like legit shit that I wanted to do this year. Like, weekly release of Chumming It Up, weekly release of Tuesday Catch Up, growing certain things, like very tangible shit, and then some other stuff that's like aspirational goals. And I think I put 12 concrete 2022 goals, and I think seven of them are done already. Like, I was like, Woo! oh, shit, the ma- I manifest destiny in this shit, and part of that was headlining a show, and I did not expect to have that done in ma- March. So, hey, you know, there's value in, in some of this Gary V talk. Put it on paper, baby. Let's do it. 
Put it on paper. My old boss used yeah. to go, what we measure, we can improve. I'm like, all right, enough. And now I'm like, well, now I'm starting to have those seminars. You know, wake up at 8, take a cold shower, get in the wood sauna, whatever. Matt, you're up. Wine or shine? <laughs> yeah, baby. <Hold> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> what is, what's going on here? Uh, oh, okay. Um, all right, all right, as you know, it was my birthday a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm going to shine. Uh, I was busy on my birthday. Thanks to my, uh, lovely brother there and, uh, wife. They kept me busy on my birthday. And, uh, first year I didn't say thank you or like anybody's like happy birthday post on Facebook for me. And I don't really feel that bad. Like, you know, I wasn't checking my phone the whole day. I was just like, we were in the, we were in the zone and just hanging. I was flying and just like, I was like, yeah, we were busy. So it took a ton of stress out of the day. And I thought about it the other day or yesterday, cause it was Anna's birthday. And, uh, she was checking her phone. Like she had, a, you know, you had all your stuff going on and people's Facebook is popping text message, whatever. And I was like, I didn't have to do that. It was kind of awesome. I was on airplane mode most of the day. Yeah. I mean, I, that it's a nice thing to be able to let go and just be like, it doesn't really matter. Like when you finally take a step back, you're like, it's just Facebook. It's fine. And then like the people who wished you happy birthday or whatever, like they don't expect a response right away. Right. If they truly get, if they truly care about you, it's not a big deal. If you respond to them the next day or the day after that, or you just give them like a, Hey, thanks. Like it, you know, I don't know. I'm with you. That's a nice thing to let go. I still am. I'm still like, I still try to comment on every single post, no matter what. Uh, and I think that's a mistake. I normally do uh, sure to like every single one or something. But is he cutting microphone? Out? If I didn't, what? Yeah, you got talking. There to you mic, go, dude. buddy. Yeah, you were, yeah, you you were doing uh, you're you're just speaking with the microphone in the. I was pulling an Andre. I was pulling an Andre. Yep. Um, too far from my face. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Thanks, guys. Birthdays. <laughs> Birthdays. Um, because <laughs> we all oh, have. If I didn't have to run a social media page, I wouldn't have Facebook. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do the things that I want to do, and I'm happy with it. So I am. That's I have. Uh, I haven't liked or commented on any of my birthday posts for about the last five or six years, and fantastic. Uh, but it's also steadily decreased the amount of people who actually post. I think I had like seven comments this year. Happy birthday yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Dude. So it just slowly is trickled down, and I'm fine with that. I don't want people to be well, tied yeah, to their, their computers. Hey, man. I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Family. <laughs> Family over everything. Uh, do you remember in Facebook's heyday when you'd get like 340 people wishing you happy birthday on your wall? It'd be like your cousin's yeah. cousin's cousin would be like, happy birthday, dude. And you're like, who the fuck is this? Exactly. And I'm like, I don't need to say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's that piece, right? Like, there's some people that I haven't spoken to since freshman year of high school who still wish me happy birthday on Facebook, and I, like, what am I supposed to do the obligatory? Hope things are well. Ugh, gross. No. Yeah. I, hey, <laughs> I hope you're alive. I'm glad, I hate glad to, literally, the bottom, the bottom barrel of my caring when people like that wish me happy birthday is like, hey, at least I know you're alive. And that's enough for me, and it should be enough for them. Like, they don't need to know what I'm up to. I don't mm -hmm. even know what they're up to. But, you know, these things are, this, this is the way things go. Yeah. Yeah. Any other wine or shines from you, Matt? Um, you birthday hater? 
Yeah, I got one more. It's not even like a real shine. It was just more of like a thought, but I think it's I'll, I'll classify it as a shine. Sure. Um, we were in Milwaukee. We were eating breakfast, and we saw two people get parking tickets, and they did like the like classic, oh, yeah, like whip the head back. I know the feeling. Getting a parking ticket fucking sucks. Um, the car in front of them did not have a parking ticket, and I was thinking, I was like, man, would I even notice if someone moved their parking ticket to my car? I'd probably do the same ugh, and then not look at the like license plate number or whatever and just pay the goddamn fee. Like, mm. I guess if you move it to someone's car. Yeah. But when you go to actually gambling, do man. Yeah. Some people don't pay for it. But I was like, would I even notice? I don't know. I don't think I would. That's that's actually a great scheme. If you could figure out a way to like white out or put someone else's license plate on it, whenever you get a parking ticket, just real quick, whip up a yeah. new one and put it on theirs. Or, ooh, I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we do it, but you got to have somewhere you can basically replicate the ticket on the fly and just relay the license plate. Like that, you'd never have a parking ticket again because you just put it on theirs. The only information that changes is the license plate, right? Like the time will be, it doesn't matter what the time is because their car's already parked there. Oh, man. I'm about it, Matt. You might have just stumbled on a little con, like a little scheme of the scheme yeah. of the year thing. Thank you, thank you. I, uh, you know, when you see people in misery, that's when the best ideas come out. Well, part of, I mean, hey, and uh, scheme of the week. Nice, no, <laughs> hell yeah, baby. Um, you know, we just talked about all the good karma your family has, and then you went off to tell that you want to start putting your parking tickets on other people's cars. So that's yeah. <laughs> not voting well for you. No, I hope I still get front row parking. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. Um, that, that's all I got. That's all you got? All right, Nate, what do you got? Wine or shine? Oh, I'm going to do two whole shines. All right, I like it. Um, The first one. So I was working from home this week, and uh, I was watching live TV, which I don't really do very often. Stumbled upon some prices Right. And when I was watching, when I was watching as a kid, I would be like, why are these people so goddamn happy to be getting a washer and dryer? And then give me a jet ski. I'm 12. But now I'm like, holy shit. He's got a fucking Frigidaire. It's got to open it. It's got a freezer on the bottom. It makes and the, ice dryer. In the, the ice is in the door. You don't even have to holy make a tray. shit. With the little crumbs uh, of the fucking food <laughs> dropping into the tray, dude. You know how many ice? You know how many ice cubes I've got that have a piece of hash brown in them because the bags ripped above them. Too many. Three types of ice. Holy shit! Cubed, crushed, pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon coming meme. <laughs> so, so I'm shining, uh, being an adult and wanting appliances dude <laughs> price is right dude i get straight up horny for an island counter like when i go into someone's house and they've got the standalone island counter i'll fucking i'll be up there humping that thing dude i'll hop up in there and just be doing the wop the bomb bomb they go dude look at how much space you have <laughs> and then if i dude god forbid you have a flat top grill i will come my pants right immediately when i walk in the door if you if you have if you have a flat top grill or you have like the multi-use stove i mean come on Whoa. dude Anything, anything, uh, uh, what is it? Stainless steel. Fuck. Yeah. 
Because our house is from Love the 90s. It. We've got like the the white stove with the ring burners that like you can tell is kind of eh, and then the fridge that's like manila envelope colored on the and, like, <laughs> and you're not even sure if it's doing its job, but you kind of have to use it. Yeah. So that's like all of our appliances. <laughs> I cannot tell you how bad I want stainless steel and a granite countertop, but I won't be able to afford that for a long time. So keep on dreaming. With that attitude, write it down. Yeah, I'm a fucking loser, dude. Yeah, I gotta put it on my your vision, vision board. Yeah, my vision board is just certain appliances. It's like, yeah, I want to fucking uh, okay. staple the whole fridge air toilet. catalog to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a loser, baby. So give me appliances. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's a great oh. remix, Matt. Um, Nate, Thank that's you. a great shine too. One more shine, and this is something that we need to talk about more as men more as people who have a voice a platform sure um hasbula so goddamn cute it's it is he is <laughs> yeah the the barstool sports sunday conversation with caleb presley and hasbula released today and hasbula is my favorite human being on this planet earth and i want one Dude, we all, dude. I think you should be able to rent a Hasbula for a week. Just this little feisty yeah. Russian midget who like just comes around with you and just like is is just a, a chaos. Like every time I've watched a clip of Hasbula, I'm like, that dude is a straight up menace because he because he can get away with it. Like there was he just like he'll punch UFC fighters. He'll fucking he'll do whatever, and he just and he's just giggling and laughing. I'm like, man, that dude is a personification of happiness in a, in a three foot body. Yeah, I love him, man. I absolutely love him. I'm about to shed a tear, dude. I love Hasbula. Dude, he got you in your feels, man. He, uh, yeah, Hasbula got you acting up. He got me acting up out here. <laughs> um, but, yes, that is a public service announcement. Go watch the interview because it is very, very funny. Uh, Hasbula does a good job. Um, any other wine or shines from you, Nate? No, sir. I, uh, I'm going to shine. And my shine, even though I did just shit on being poor, is being an adult with a little bit of money on you. Because, dude, if I want something, I just freaking buy it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like big things. I don't like buy flats because I'm saying like, hey, I'm dry. like being like, I guess in general, I'm shining being an adult now uh, because like I'm just driving home and I go, you know what? I want a crunch cone and I buy the crunch cone. I don't have to ask anybody. I don't have to worry if there's crunch cones at home. I just buy it. I just eat buy it and I eat it myself. I just do it. Right. I don't have to like go and sit through a two hour grocery trip with my mom to buy a video game. If I want it, I go buy it. That's being an yeah. adult, dangerous route, but very, very fun. Like you can start to look at that. Like you just, you can, you can really take care of business. Um, ECB baby. Yeah, dude. Just, just being, just being an adult. That's my shine. Yeah. All right. Second wine though. Um, or my wine is small talk. I have become so bad at small talk, almost to the point of like, it's, it really, it like is painful for me to have conversations with people I don't know. Uh, cause I'm bad at asking questions or I ask the wrong ones or like, I'm not like empathizing with their situation. So I end up like really struggling through some of these things and I don't know if there's like a product out there where it has like little note cards I could tape to my hand that like have good questions that are like very middle of the road that can just like let people talk. Cause boy, I struggle. I struggle not only to hold conversations, but to leave them. Like I watch TV shows and people watch for the plot. I watch them because I'm jealous of how easily they get out of conversations. Like I'm watching, I we were watching Ozark and the people. They're just like, if you'll excuse me, and they'll leave a conversation in the fucking right in the middle. I'm like, me, 
No way. That's two hours for me. I have to sit there and whelp like eight or nine times or like, you know, yeah. suddenly. Uh, generally, I feel like I talk to crazy people, so they always cry. Like I'm always dealing with some sort of emotional baggage when I'm talking to them. So I'm like, I, is there something out there, gentlemen, that can help me make better small talk? Do you have some tips and tricks of the trade? I know as bartender, I used to be very good at it because all I would do is small talk. But now I sit inside 12 hours a day and I and then like I talk at people, not with them. So what do I do? How do I improve this? There's a man who does a lot of small talk, aka bartending. Yep. Um, I think I think you have to say uh, just that. When, when was the last time you ever said, Hold on, if you could excuse me for a second, and you pretend like you're coming back, and then you just never come. Yeah, but to me, those words coming out of my mouth feel like a swear word. If you'll excuse me for a second, like it almost hurts me to say because I go, what if they punch me? Like, what if they don't like that I'm leaving them or like they like they pull on my arm and they want to keep talking? I don't know, man. I'm terrible at small talk, especially after the pandy. After being locked inside for so long, I, I was not the most. Um, I, I wasn't the greatest small talker before the pandemic. I was fine. I could hold the conversation. But now if I'm like meeting a new person, I like, you know, I'm so bad. So bad. It's so it's bad. it's tough. Like, because then I realized like. And I, and this is gonna sound bad, but like nine out of ten times you'll never speak to this person again. So like to get anywhere below surface level awareness, like knowing this person is gonna be brutal. I don't know, man. I've been struggling lately with it, like talking to people. I'm like, I just I'm not good at this. I and then I like get I get to the point where I get so aware that I'm being bad at it that I'm not able to con- like hold the conversation in the moment. I'm like, that was a dumb question in my head. Like my inner monologue is moving faster than the conversation or I'll be like scrounging for topics in this short break of silence. I struggle with that right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to, I'll figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. Um, I think you just scare them away with your brutal honesty. I, yeah, but I'm not even one of those people. I'm scared of whatever. No, I'm saying me. that's what you should do. Ah. That's how you get out of a conversation. Well, life's short. You can't just you can't whelp a hundred times. You know you just gotta be. Excuse me, sir. Dude, I would love to yeah. see a statistic rundown of how many like how many hours of conversation I've been forced to stay in when I didn't want to be there, like when I couldn't get <laughs> out of it. You know what I'm saying? I would imagine yeah. a couple days of my life have been spent in conversations that I wish I hadn't had. Oh, for sure. You know, I don't know. All right, last last wine <clears throat> is um. People who get like hammered in the middle of the day if it's not a day party. You know what I mean? Like, is there nothing yeah. worse than going to a restaurant or a bar at like three or four in the afternoon and there's like a regular who's just pissed drunk, like almost a problem level drunk with no, yeah, with nothing else around them or like nothing, like there's nothing going on, right? There was no occasion yesterday for this guy to be so hammered, but he was. Um, and Lucy and I were setting up for her gig and I'm just standing there by her and he comes wandering on out and is, I hear like we're, I'm facing her so we can't see him. And I hear from the back of me, gonna play some music. I was like, Oh fuck. Turn around and go, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. And we're like, Oh, happy birthday. And Lucy's like, Oh, we'll sing you happy birthday. Like, it'll be fine. And he goes, it's not my birthday. I'm kidding. I'm I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to give the bit up, dude. Yeah. Real conviction. And he goes, uh, he like looks at me, and this is like, this, I'm I'm doing my best impression of like how many words he got. He goes, Gun-. and I think he was alluding to the fact that like he was calling Lucy hot in front of me, but he couldn't get the words out. He's like, mm, need me some sunglasses, remember hat, no eye contact. 
I'm single. <laughs> We're like, okay, dude, <laughs> get the fuck away from us. And he says, you sing some, uh, you sing some Moran Lambert, you like Moran Lambert. We're like, what are you saying to us right now, dude? And then uh, on top of that, he just stands there and stares for like a good thirty seconds. Like we, like none of us are engaging at this point in this conversation. All three of us are in like a triangle, just staring at each other. And he's just standing there, like kind of swaying. And he goes, "Well." <laughs> just walks away <laughs> i hated it so bad i was like shame on that bartender for continuing to give that guy drinks because that was one of the scariest people he was a blaze orange hoodie camo hat goatee exactly what you'd expect like an hour in out of gillet? civilization in gillet yeah that's exactly right been there yeah oh, yeah hell yeah dude been to primal eats nate you have too that's where <clears throat> the barbecue shack was Great barbecue. Great barbecue, dude. Fantastic. Fantastic cue. Good beers. Cool outdoor tent. Very drunk person. We met there actually were great. We met the owner. He brought us in the kitchen. It was pretty tight. Yeah, dude. It's sick. Um, So, yeah. It's sick. It was cool. Um, So, that was, those are all mine. uh, My wine and shines. But it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty cool week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, man. We're life's rocking and rolling. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go here. Hey, we're going to Harley in Mexico. Harley, what do you got for wine and shine? Weather is good. Thank you, Harley. Appreciate it. That's Harley, everybody. Um, what else we got here, Stubings? I feel like for the first time in a while, we're just not we're not heavy on content. I don't want to talk about the Will Smith slap. I think that's already been beaten to absolute death, revived and then beaten to death again by everybody and their mama. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we address it quickly by just saying "fuck Will Smith"? You're a pussy ass bitch, yes. and fuck your wife is also a pussy ass bitch. Yeah, and she deserved it. Yeah, more of a, more of a man than you are. Um, and yep. so yeah, it, it, he hasn't made a good movie in years. So let's you know that's that's also part of it. Um, um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, you know, coming after off of such a relaxing weekend, you know, just slow moving Sunday, I think is what it is. But I do have a business pitch that I think will get the boys going. Let's hit it. Really now? Let's hit that money, money, you money, got, money, Nate. You want, me to hit, you want to hit me to hit the music? Hey, Nate, the music. It's time. <laughs> Oh wait, Hello. delayed delayed shine before you go in. Delayed shine. I want to share good news. I got accepted to Madison's Funniest Comics, so I'm going to compete in that and hopefully take home the title of Madison's Funniest Comic from three hours north. Fuck yeah. So t- tell your friends, Whee! tell your friends if we have any listeners in his it Madison, is April thirteenth. <laughs> 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 Alright, hit the money, money, money one more time then. We're going back into it. Yep. Oh, I do have one more shine. If that's okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Nate, no, Nate, I'm kidding. <laughs> the audio guy's on it today. No, he's crushing it. All right, sharks are in. Who's coming to the to the boardroom today? Why, hello, sharks. Thank you for passing the baton to me. Uh, now, I usually come up with businesses just for guys only, like needed dude, dude juice, you know, all the dudes. 
But kind of like gay. To... <laughs> <But> <laughs> not gay. Nothing sexual. <laughs> uh, but now I'd like to introduce a product for any individual. Oh, wow. So, if you're pregnant, prone to seizures, or heart diseases, you shouldn't participate. Okay. Now that the warnings are out of the way, Sharks, what's the worst part about growing up? Um, Taxes. No more free groceries. Absolutely. That's right. Not knowing what you're going to do with the rest of your life and just coasting on because it's easy. Oh, yeah. That is why I'm creating a near-death decision helper simulation. <laughs> uh, now, there's a different, there's a few different scenarios, right? Uh, like skydiving and you're strapped into another person and they tell you that your chute won't open oh, and you're wow. going to die. <laughs> <laughs> or you're at a diner and an armed robber comes in and shoots the guy in the booth next to you. <laughs> Point blank in the head. <laughs> Point blank. Blood everywhere. These scenarios uh, can continue. Uh, all people associated with our actors and uh, sure. looks 100% real. So now the, the idea of it is that you... Like, could sign up on your own, right? And try and figure it out because, like, you might not know when it's going to happen. But ideally, someone else would sign up for you and be like, hey, this person just just needs to wow. figure it out. I love Holy this, shit, dude. Matt. Dude, you're, so you dude, see, you got, you you got see a your life flash before your eyes and you wake up, baby. Do you, have a, up. do you have a kid who can't make a fucking decision on their major? Yeah. Do, you have a kid, do you have a kid who continually complains about his job but doesn't want to leave it? <laughs> Sign him up for Epiphany. Uh, what this is is oh, an eye-opening near-death experience simulator where we, uh, where we, <laughs> we basically have your your kid's life flash before their eyes, and they can then and then okay. Here's what you should do, Matt. How about this? When they finish the simulation, they're immediately taken into a room and been like, "What do you want to do with the rest of your life right now? Like, what do you like? Where do you feel like? I bet you get the. I think yeah. you get the most the answers right then and there. Oh, absolutely. I think that's. I think you have to, and they're still in shock because they think this whole situation was real and they come in like and they're like i should have been a veterinarian yeah yeah well problem is you are gonna have a lot of cops like if the diner situation everyone's like i should have been a cop and then we're gonna a lot of people going back to get but i do love the thought of like i'm sitting there in a hostage situation they go i should have gone to tahiti when i had the chance we always wanted to travel abroad we never did i'm just like die wow Matt, yeah. hey, investor and hell of a customer as well. I will take uh, three of those, please. I'll take you, give you. me give me three near death experiences back to back to back. Simulate me falling out of the aircraft, then going to a diner to recuperate and getting the thing. <laughs> That's the deluxe oh. package. If they if they really the don't respond yeah. to one, we give them the full day experience. We call it Groundhog's Day, where they have literally the worst day of their fucking life. Like just <laughs> the ambulance explodes. On your way to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, they go no, you go to the no 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 you skydive and the parachute went open, but they get you to the ground. You go to the diner to recuperate, the gunman comes in, then you're riding with the cops on the way back, and the cop turns out to be an inside man. Like there's just doubles down these <laughs> nightmares. Up for murder. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna put your fingerprints on this shit. Yeah, layer, <laughs> layers of nightmare until the end when you go like, What do you wish you would have been with your life? You're like, I should have studied art when I had the chance. And they go, Very good. Thank you, everybody. That's Very a wrap. They go, That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a brochure for the top ten art school in the nation <laughs> holy shit matt dude this <laughs> might be your best idea you've ever had <laughs> thank you 
I'm I'm blown away. That like gave me life. I was not. I was kind of like I was like, yeah, <laughs> we were. Wow, Matt. Uh, like I said, investor, customer. I got some people I would sign up. I would sign myself up anonymously, maybe three, right. four, five oh, times. Totally. Nate, what do you got? Investor, customer, both. Investor for sure. And I've got a lot of things going on in my life. And if a doctor t- told me tomorrow that I have cancer and I'm going to die in a week, I think that put a lot of things, a lot of things into perspective for me. So uh, I'm an absolute um, investor of Epiphany. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. You knocked it out of the fuck apart, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was inspired by a Netflix, uh, you know, show where something similar happened, but it wasn't an, it wasn't an accident. But then I like in my mind, I'm like, how funny would this be? Like if this is a scenario set up like, bam, but you know, you got all the, you got Queen Latifah's movie. She does that shit, you know, all that stuff. You know, well, it's it, it, die, how many, you know, yeah. Oh, how many shows or movies have you watched, right? Where the main character goes through a titular experience and they're like, oh, I'm changing everything, right? It changes them a character. We don't get those unless they're by chance. This is how we bring chance into real life. This is how we go, hey, no, we're done waiting for this uh, bizarre thing. We're going to have it happen. Also, to your point, Nate, off topic, uh, I, that is like a message that plays in my head every night. Is like, man, if I woke up tomorrow and they told me I had seven months to live, what the fuck would I do? So now yeah. I think we need the epiphany really does help drive that point home. Um, what a what a good name! Blown blown away, Matt. Blown away by that. This is why this is why we should have co-applied to that. No, I'm just this is this is why we should yeah. start our own for business. For real, for real. What's <laughs> worse that happens? They give us a, a six-figure salary that we split. Yeah, right. It's, do ha- yeah, twenty hours a week piece. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate yeah. it. Anyways, I don't know. All right, well, we can do a shorter episode unless there's another uh, unless there's another money, money, money. We'll be back ASAP next week. I decide. I don't know if I have any other content here. Uh, anything okay. else you fellas want to talk about? Honestly, this works out good. I have to, to kind of take a shit. Yeah, the, co- notes. the coffee. Yeah, you look at your notes. My phone died, so I'm kind of in an SOL situation. Classic Ferdinand. Dude, I've been rocking 3%. I used to, I was doing good at like a 100% battery every day, and now I'm back to the 3% uh, 3% ago, you know? I don't know. You, you uh, really would be the wall huggers where you'd be like in the middle of someone's living room, like standing yeah. against the wall with a charger. Yep. Yep. 100%. I do. I, I go to bars and I stand in the corner. I find the outlet. And I'll just stand by it. Most oh, open legs. They need to make every single bar top uh, wireless charger. So when you sit down, you just place your, your phone on the table on the on the bar top and it starts charging your phone for you. I like that in a lot of tourist places. I think I'd hate it in like a domestic. Like if it's my favorite bar, the last thing I want is a bunch of techie people in there. Like you want it to be that. But if like also if you're in a city, I don't know. I think every every surface in an airport should be a charger. Yeah. The toilet electrify everything. I want. I want, dude. I want current running through the whole place twenty four seven. Agreed. Um, Nate, did you find anything in your notes? Yeah. Did I did I talk about soft boiled eggs yet? You did, yeah. and I don't want to talk about it again because that's fucking disgusting. It it's like one of the grossest foods is soft-boiled eggs, which brought me to a good topic, dude. We're getting close to Easter season, brunch season. Um, I'm stoked to – to are you guys – Are you guys? this is my question for you. Are you a brunch buffet person or like a brunch by the plate? Like do you like to order like the cinnamon toast, the crunch, French toast, and that's like your home meal? Or would you rather have kind of the basics, right, French toast, sticks, sausage, eggs, whatever, but it's in a buffet style? With you gun to your head, what are you choosing? Buffet. buffet style. Yeah, I, I think something in LA that we don't have buffets at all. And if you're going to a brunch, it's more focused on the the mimosas. L- LA has no buffets, like even before COVID. Yeah, nothing. 
That's the beach vibe, dude. That's such a Midwest thing, right? It's to get three, four plates of food for one be- for the price of one. Like you guys don't have a pizza ranch or anything like that. Fucking nothing. But that I think that's the kind of difference. You know, Midwest. You you want to you want to hearty up. You want to you want a one plate of mashed potatoes and then one plate of turkey and gravy. You know. Well, here's actually, and I and I do get it with the climate, right? Like there is the element of being outside. You got to be shirtless a lot, whatever, whatever. But in the Midwest, like you know, what's not fun in the dead of winter is eating chicken and rice to stay in shape. Like there's something comforting about having like big, hearty, hot foods, cheese, things like that in those cold climates. Yeah. That it really, like, I think psychologically does do something good for you. Like you need that kind of uh, that kind of girth. It's just the problem is we are now in like the Midwest haunting season, which is April to June. The time it's there's supposed to be 60 days but really it's more like 10 you know because june all of a sudden smacks you in the face and it's like fuck holy shit i probably should have pedaled down on the cheese and up on the chicken and rice and advanced the climate change but we don't ever you know but you people Nick's in la 24 7 i mean like your guys's chunky season is what like november to december because it's a little bit of holidays and after that you guys are right back to being you know all movie star yeah. looking motherfuckers the one month the the movie industry shuts down november december yeah. um and uh, yeah, that's that's the off time. That's when you can get fat. That's Every, when everything that's, yeah, else. Oh. That's when LA Fitness isn't running fives, you know, full court basketball anymore. There's no, there's no, yeah, it's it's chunk season. But all right, well, that's interesting. That's interesting stuff. Yeah, I don't want to talk about soft boiled legs. Those are disgusting. Um, are, you, are you sure? I don't think I talked about them. On no, the I think you did. I think we did talk about it because I remember I didn't feel very good after talking about it. I was like, God, they're so damn good. They're not, but whatever. All right, final thoughts. Round the table. Matt, you're kicking us off. What do you got for the people? Uh, I'm relaxed. I have to poop. Join the Patreon. Share with a friend. Um, and uh, have yourself a fantastic week. I love it. Nate? If you're walking around with mud but <laughs> use big black man ponds to clean it up. <laughs> what's up nate nation if you remember robin big you remember how much mud big black had in his butt use big black mampons to clean it up see you next tuesday Love it. Shouts to Nate Nation, as always. Shouts to Nate Nation, the crew. Uh, if you're spinning your wheels and you don't know what to want to do with your life, or you're, or you're a sibling or a cousin or a relative of yours has just been spinning their wheels and they don't know what to do, epiphany, a near-death experience to help them shape what they want out of life uh, via the fear of dying early and young. Um, so definitely invest in that. That's one of Matt's greatest ideas ever. Um, <clears throat> honestly, it makes dude juice look like shit. Compared to epiphany, yeah. epiphany might be your best thing you've ever done. Um, this was a million dollars. Yeah, uh, I'm going to Texas. Hopefully, I still have a job when I get back. We're not sure at this point. Kind of a fifty-fifty toss-up. Um, and then, uh, if you're still here and you live in the area, April 9th, Barrel Forty One, Laughs and Drafts gets your tickets. There's only like yeah. fifteen left or less, so you know you don't want to miss out on the sellout. Um, and uh, have a great week, everybody. It's been the Tuesday catch-up, and you were all caught up. One, two, three. Hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you.